1: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey
0: everybody, welcome
2: back to Letterman Road. This is the Playoff Drive, brought to you by Buyers Auto. It's getting close. The Sugar Bowl on Friday, New Year's Day. Ohio State and Clemson. That shot uh, at revenge. That's Jeremy Birmingham and Spencer Holbrook. I'm Austin Ward. Certainly uh, got the vibe. The Buckeyes did uh, their traditional offensive media day for Sugar Bowl. It was a little different, of course. They were not in New Orleans. They were here in Columbus. Uh, not leaving until Thursday this week. So everything will be done remotely and virtually because it's 2020. Um, But that theme of uh, needing revenge and not feeling respected was hard to miss. Uh, Wyatt Davis even just specifically said it, you're going into this game and they don't respect us. Um, That to me uh, will be the number one takeaway berm as, as the Buckeyes get ready through this week of preparation and the motivation could not be higher.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't like the word revenge in this case necessarily because I, I the Buckeyes uh, should have won a year ago, and they kind. I mean, yeah, there was a couple calls that obviously hurt their chances, but they let that game slip away, and I, I think that um, uh, redemption is probably the better word choice. Certainly, the fact is the Buckeyes are not respected by uh, Clemson right now, and or anyone in the national media sense because. You know, it it doesn't sell to respect Ohio State at this juncture, I guess. Six games, obviously, is is hard for people to swallow. Uh, And the fact that they've lost to Clemson, you know, four times, three times in the last five years makes it somewhat difficult for Clemson, as we talked about last week. They don't need to respect Ohio State until Ohio State beats them.
1: Spencer? Uh, yeah. Like what Berm said, there's not a lot of respect going on there. And, and Wyatt Davis said it plain as day. He said, we, we know that we're disrespected. I think that's what exactly what he said. And you could just feel the energy when he was saying that, like, he's ready to get this thing rolling. Uh, they know what's at stake and they know that, uh, that when, when you don't get respect in your Ohio state, you know, you're one of the top four programs in the country, you don't get to play the underdog card very often. And so when you do get the opportunity to play it, you strike that, 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 uh, you know, you strike that chord pretty hard, and, and I think they're, they're going to play that card until they until they can't anymore.
2: Yeah, I think you got that sense from Wyatt Davis and Josh Myers, who are two of the most vocal players and vocal leaders on this Ohio State team. That's sort of a hint at the sort of whether that's a, a pre-practice message or whether that's Friday in the locker room or in the huddle on the field, that those will be the things that they're talking about. It's not specific to uh, Dabo Swinney's coach's poll. It, it doesn't have to be. Uh, you you just have the general vibe and mood of every day that something is being said about Ohio state somewhere. Berm, you said it may have been from the national media. Ohio state's an easy target right now, you know, for people that want to take shots and criticize the playoff. And they're using this as an example of why maybe change needs to be made or, you know, that they can espouse for the sec if they work for certain networks, you know, all of that plays into it. White Davis and Josh Myers or Justin Fields, they won't need specific examples. It's not like they're going to go read it off of a list when they get into the locker room, but certainly it's piling up and they don't need any more. They've got everything that they need to get through this week.
0: Right. And, and that's why it comes down to, and I, I think that there's something that's maybe been overlooked and a couple of the guys mentioned it today in the press conference, which you can check out on our YouTube channel is that this time frame between the big 10 championship game and the Fiesta bowl, uh, or sorry, sugar bowl, whatever bowl they're playing in that the, the, the Clemson and Ohio State Fiesta Bowl is just burned in my brain. Um, the, the timeline here, this this only this less than two weeks, actually probably does a, a, a service to Ohio State because it doesn't allow them to spend too much time ruminating on a year ago. And it really turns the focus on to this year and how they prepare for this Clemson team because this isn't last year's Clemson team. This isn't last year's Ohio State team. So for the Buckeyes, the, the key here is how do you get ready for Friday against Clemson and it's time, all the signage in the buildings, all, the, all the, the sound bites, all the clips that we've heard all year long, none of those things really matter at this point. You have four more days to get ready for Clemson 2020. And the Buckeyes legacy, and I, I know that Ryan Day tried to divert this talking point today, is that this year is such an anomaly that maybe it shouldn't matter in the big picture, the big scope of Ohio State versus college football. But I, I don't think that people will be so kind to, to give them a pass if they lose to Clemson again.
2: They, I mean, they definitely will not. Everybody – Even if that. they should. Well, you know, we can, we can argue that either way. But if you, everybody thought that would be the case, that, you, that programs would just write off 2020, they were going to keep their coaches even if they struggled and it wouldn't matter, then the games are played. So you don't get the ask Will Muschamp how much of a free pass – he got for what happened this year at South Carolina. He got fired in the, or Gus on a huge payout to go away. You know, these games matter. It's nobody's going to on Friday night at eight o'clock, be like, man, you know what? That was really hard. What, what uh, Josh Myers went through. That's okay. If he misses a block, that won't happen. It's going to be mm-hmm. Ohio state and Clemson. It'll be a playoff. And, and everyone will evaluate it outside of those circumstances. And I honestly, like, prefer it that way in some respects, because uh, that's the only outlet we've had for this entire year where it feels normal. Um, once the game is over, then you can maybe put it in more proper perspective. But, you know, once you get in, in that, whatever happens on Friday night, win or lose is going to stick with Ohio State, and there's nothing they can do about it.
1: I completely agree with that. And the point I was going to make is, you know, if you look at Ohio State history, you know, th- these, these are what define the Ohio State coaches' legacies. You know, Woody Hayes was able to beat Michigan and win a national championship. Earl Bruce, John Cooper were not. Uh, Jim Tressel was able to beat Michigan, win national championships. Ryan, uh, Urban Meyer beat Michigan, win national championships. Ryan Day now has already beaten Michigan, has played for a national championship in a way in the college football playoff and been beaten. People don't care if this is a COVID year. The goal is to get to the college football playoff and win the national championship. And the three of the four best teams are are in it right now and you're going to be judged whether you win this game or not, whether it's a COVID year or any other normal year, that's just the way it is at Ohio state. So I, I'm with Austin here. I don't think that there's any sort of pass given it and, and it's kind of been no. put up or shut up.
0: mode. Well, I want to be clear. I didn't say there should be. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying that that's what the intent or that's what was suggested today um, in, in the press conference. And, the, and it won't ever be that way at Ohio state. The fact of the matter is you go out there and you win this game or you lose this game and if you lose this game, the the chatter, the Ohio State can't beat Clemson chatter is going to just get louder and louder and louder until next year when these two teams play again in the playoff. So you know, you you better you yeah, better I find mean, a way. I, you better find a way to get there now. Yeah. I think that's I what I find
2: maybe amusing about that, those questions that you know, Ryan Day and several buckeyes got today, like this this yardstick that Yes, at some point, Ohio State is going to have to beat Clemson to win a national championship because there's only three programs that dominate their conference and get to this college football playoff every single year. So it, it would be more punchlines for Ohio State if they don't beat Clemson on Friday, uh, and Dabo Swinney will continue to, to lord it over them and crow about it you know, for another 365 days. But by no means would, would a, a loss be some sort of indictment over the program that has the number two recruiting class in the country that has four straight Big Ten titles that, again, got to a college football playoff that's very difficult to achieve and reach. And It's not like next year's selection committee is going to say, eh, you know what, we're done with the Buckeyes because they didn't beat Clemson. But you know what, if they win, none of this matters anyway because you just erase all of that. And I I think that they will, but that's a conversation that we can have when we get to New Orleans uh, for this playoff drive brought to you by Byers Auto. There are also a few notes about players coming back potentially. Uh, certainly, seems Chris Olave back on the practice field. Uh, his name brought up specifically by Ryan Day and some teammates. I Think you can count on him being in the lineup on Friday night. But I, I asked you guys about this, you know, before we went on the air. There's just something to me that's a little bit weird about the way Ohio State is talking about Justin Fields and his thumb. Uh, I don't know if you guys agree with me, but normally with something that is supposed to be. As relatively minor as this issue, it would be brushed aside, maybe with more words than three or four, where he's going to be fine by Friday, or he's we expect him to be fine. I just think there's something a little bit strange.
0: My brother is a medical doctor, and he has very large concerns over whether or not Justin Fields will be able to play on Friday, based on what he heard following the football game against Northwestern and um, from Justin's mouth. And so maybe this is just a, a miscommunication thing where Justin is trying so hard to stay veiled that he's saying more than he maybe should based on saying nothing. Um, he says he's fine. Garrett Wilson says he's throwing the ball fine. Ryan Day says he's fine. Is he fine? I guess we'll find out. I, I mean, it's it's college football. It's Ohio State, Clemson. There's always going to be these things that can happen. It's just as likely that, you know, somebody else breaks their leg on the first play of the game or as it is that he can't throw the ball. So um, injuries being what they are, you certainly would like – to think that Ohio State is holding on to whatever level of gamesmanship it can, I guess, right now. Um, but I don't think that Justin would have been put uh, front and center today if he wasn't, you know, going to be able to go.
2: Well, there's also an element of gamesmanship just to putting Justin
0: Fields out there so you don't have That's to – That's right. Oh, look at that. Gamesmanship 101.
2: And I'm not suggesting, you know – Breaking.
0: I, we... Austin Ward says Justin Fields is not going to play against Clemson. Not su- – not again, to take a berm here. That's
2: not what I said. But I I do think that they're – and I've covered this team long enough, and everyone knows the way that we approach injuries or positive tests and all that. I'm not looking to uh, reveal any sort of secret. I just thought it would be an opportunity where they could say everything is fine, he's practiced. you know. Last year, Justin Fields went above and beyond, saying specifically the percentage that he thought his knee was at And the, you know, the coaching staff didn't like that. And so I know that there's an element where he's not going to say that much about it. And I get that. And that Ryan Day is not revealing specifics about injuries. I also get that, you know, but sometimes there's a a dance that is done. and so you know, we, we took it easy for two days with his reps and we let CJ Stroud get some snaps or or we're prepared for this situation or that situation. You know, I, I just, that dance hasn't happened and maybe I'm reading too much into it. I probably am. But I just think that the way that this conversation has worked this year, you know, as certainly compared to last year where we knew he was going to play, but he wasn't going to be 100%, just, you know, wanted to have maybe a little bit better idea of where so his – up- Maybe
0: he's just 100%. He could be. He could be. Right. Or it could be 0%. I don't think what? he's 0
1: Anywhere in between. Okay. We had a couple different answers to, to your questions about his thumb. And it was, I'll be ready to go by Friday. He's fine. He's been throwing the ball well. Um, of course, Garrett Wilson's going to say that. But but the one that kind of did strike stick with me was, I'll be ready to go by Friday. Just just maybe he has been taking that thumb a little more lightly than he'd like to lead on. Um, I think he's probably going to be fine. But Austin, I, I completely agree. I think there's a little bit of that just curiosity where those first couple passes, you're really going to be watching to see what, what the ball looks like out of his hands. If he winces at all in pain, or what's going on with that because it just seems a little too good to be true where they just keep saying, he'll be fine. He'll be okay. So I think there is a little bit of that element to it.
2: It's just what we needed. This sort of deja vu from the fiesta bowl uh, spending the days leading up to kickoff, trying to figure out exactly how close to hundred percent Justin Fields may or may not be. We know he's going to play. Uh, Chris Olave, uh, expect him to play as well. Um, trying to get a couple other guys back. Um, you know, Ryan Day has specifically talked about you know, Baron Browning having been in the protocol a couple weeks ago, so we can mention that. Uh, not quite sure at this point if he will fit into that 17-day window with the Big Ten. Um, a lot of things that have to be determined. And of course, you still have to get you know, to Friday, an availability report with the rest of the roster. Uh, Ohio State will be doing whatever they can by staying in Columbus through Thursday, flying on New Year's Eve for that game. Uh, We will be there on Wednesday to start with Letterman Rose coverage on the ground in New Orleans for the Sugar Bowl. Uh, Ready to get on the road with you guys for the first time as a full team. Yeah,
0: I, uh, you know, everyone talks about 2020. It's weird. Um, You know, normally in a college football playoff year, we'd have already been in our location for three days at this point. And, (laughs) uh, you know, right now it's just about getting there uh, and enjoying the opportunity and, thanking everyone who's watching and listening for for sticking with us throughout this year because it has been obviously a doozy for everyone but um you know we're, we're not done yet and spencer will be on the road for the
2: first time in 2020
1: usually there's five trips that i've already taken with you guys last year was well i'm i wasn't sure if you guys were tired of me by the time we got to the to arizona at the festival, but i guess the, there's a first for everything in 2020 it's going to be my travels with you guys
2: yeah you're going to have to cram an entire year into uh, three days in new orleans and then We'll see after that if there's a trip to South Florida. That is the uh, a prize for the winner of the Sugar Bowl on Friday night, New Year's Day. Uh, Berm, Spencer, and May Austin Ward will be there with full coverage of the Buckeyes, Ohio State Clemson Friday. Uh, this has been Playoff Drive, brought to you by Buyer's Auto. Stay with us for full coverage of the Buckeyes at lettermanrow.com.